0: Hey, y'all. Hello, friends. We're back with vignette number four. If you have been keeping up, you just heard us talking about liberation being a process and a practice and not a destination. That was the theme of our last vignette. And we were left with this question about if liberation isn't the destination and destinations being an important part of our work to grow. Like we have
1: to have this idea about where we're going. Where is it? So what do you think we For me, you know, that question really came from this reality that we still as an, as a whole, like as a collective society, um, because obviously, you know, white supremacist ideologies are, are at our roots and our foundations. We still talk about everything within a binary. And so we talk about like, you are liberated or you're not. And then if you are liberated, it is like this place that you have come to and it's like, okay, I'm here. I don't have anything else to do. Like I'm good. Right. And so in that sense, it's not a destination. Like you don't just arrive and then like, you're cool. Like you're good. Right. And so, you know, I, I, I want people to think of when they think about liberation, because it is a process and it is a practice thinking about it more as a journey that doesn't actually have a specific end, right? It's kind of this journey that you choose to embark on. And instead of it being like a final destination, it's more of these, you know, kind of like, I like to think of it as like checkpoints, so to speak, right? And so I have goals for my liberation practice and process. I have I have places I want to get to from an embodied perspective, not a physical perspective, right? And so it's really about like, it's not a physical place, but it is a state of being. It is a, a an embodied sense of living and how you engage with the world and just constantly being in a state of growth or evolution.
0: Yeah. I always think of it as if liberation is the process of becoming free, the destination is freedom, right? That that we're trying to reach. Even, Even with that as a potential destination, the trouble is, is that it's not the same for everyone. What freedom looks like for people is different, right? And again, this is where freedom, it means different things, whether we're talking about political level, structural level versus a personal level versus an interpersonal level, right? There's all these different ways that we are bound and that we can be free or become more or progressively free. But what that means for people is vastly different. And so taking the time to define what your destination is in your liberation journey. It's a very important step in growth, in personal development, in expansion, in transformation work. We have to have an idea of where we're trying to get to.
1: Yeah. See, I think for me, the reason I really look at it as an, a very individualized personal process beyond the fact that we are, you know, we are all positioned in society differently b- based on the intersection of our identities Is also because the way that I look at it is that, you know, I I always say we liberate others by way of our own liberation. And what I mean by that is that people who have committed to their own liberatory process and practice, once they have really stepped into the depth of that becoming, then they create the things that they create are new. Right. So social exchanges, the way that they vote, political systems, like all of these things start to change and so the process of becoming is simultaneously a process of a new co-creation and so as we reimagine our path of possibilities and expand our realities and our understandings we then become part of a collective that is co-creating a more expansive reality for everybody else this is also why our liberation is you know so is bound together you know swagged out a lilia watson quote but because even though you know I may not have the same idea of what liberation, the process, or the state of becoming is, what it looks like, what it entails, what it means. If I get to wherever I am trying to get to, if I can reach that state of becoming, then in my liberation, I am now creating ripple effects for others. Because I've gotten to a place of recognizing that I don't have to hoard resources. I've divested from whiteness and oppressive systems and buying into them in all of the ways. So I also don't view other people as a threat. And so it's really this state of being like, for me, I think about it as like, it's a state of being free from all, from like all of these external forces being able to like invade, for me, what I call home. Like my internal well being, my nervous system, my way of being, my thinking. Like that to me is liberation. That's gonna be different for everybody else. Like you have an entirely different definition of liberation.
0: Right. And what I love about that, though, is that the practice of it being in a practice of it makes you more understanding mm-hmm. and compassionate about other people's yeah. journeys in a way, in the way that you don't experience if you're just kind of like moving through the world. In default, right, and that's to your point about like it's easier to not get angry yeah. or to not like, listen, right? Because you're just not, you don't see things
1: the same way. You're just so it's so much less bothered. Mm-hmm. I'm un- hella unbothered. Yeah, and it is yeah. it, you know, because we always teach on like you know leading with curiosity and having grace for people, and folks are always like, "How do you do it?" And it's like because for me, I've obviously we're all still on the journey, but like both of us, right? Like we really committed to this liberatory practice. So because I can kind of remain in a state of unbotheredness, I can lead with curiosity because now, I mean, there's definitely things that will still like make me mad and piss me off, but I can approach it from the perspective of like, why would you even do that? You know, what was your thinking? Make it make sense instead of like rage, rage, rage. And then that leaves space for people to turn around and be like, yo, i, you know, i wasn't thinking or i didn't have that perspective or whatever and then you can have grace for them. Perfect example. This white dude showed up in a um a biracial uh woman's comments. She was talking about whiteness and he went ham. Like super defensive in all of the ways and people were responding to him like kind of coming at him. And you know, i was like this is playbook 101. My response was very much just like, so out of curiosity, for somebody who says xyz, why did you choose to do ABC, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Right. Just very curious, like make that make sense. He took two days, he came back and he responded. He was like, you know, I've thought about it. And like that, you know, this response, those questions made me be a little bit more interesting, like, whatever. Right. Like, and right. basically he was like, my bad, that was totally whiteness. Like I was triggered. And like, I, now I know that there's something for me to like work on around that. I have all the grace for that in the world.
0: Yeah, and you can't get there though if your immediate reaction mm-hmm. is anger, right? Like everyone can't be meeting each other right. with the same energy. That's not how that works. De-escalation one hundred one. Right. Like if you want to de-escalate something,
1: you can't match their energy. You have to come in
0: right yeah. where they're, yeah. You know,
1: and I mean, this them. will lead us into our next vignette, but this is literally why. Like co creation and community are so integral to liberatory processes and practices because we have to all come into it saying, I fully accept that nobody's in the same space that I'm in, but we all need each other to move this needle of equity forward and to dismantle and reimagine these existing systems and reimagine what it could be. So I'm going to be doing these things, which we'll talk about in the next vignette, <laughs> um, right? But I'm going to be doing these things. I'm going to practice these things. This is what this looks like. And if I can do these things, then we come together as a collective and we are so much stronger
0: Yes. What I love about talking about it in this way as a practice, especially in this conversation, is that we have spent, you know, 100 episodes Mm -hmm. or so really critiquing or maybe, you know, maybe 90 (laughs) for sure, really critiquing um, an industry, right? The coaching industry, personal development industry, online business industry, um, really critiquing that the industry, practitioners, the body of work, Um, from this kind of external theoretical applying our anti-racism lens, applying applying our lenses of social science, et cetera, but not often really leaning into our own practice Mm -hmm. and that we're facilitating these for ourselves and others. And so I love really slowing down and taking the time to look at like how we are going to work um, and supporting supporting that and other people because it really speaks to the practical applied nature of what this actually it's not theory theoretical work it's not something you read in a book it's not something you listen to podcasts about
1: and like solve them by yourself
0: right like it's just that's not how this that's not how liberation happens. how the process of it happens. yeah and okay
1: so even though you even though you said you like don't listen to a podcast about it I keep listening to this <laughs> Like, Yes. And um, we've literally actually specifically talked about that, right? Like education versus action. Like, yes, you right. need both. And so for those of you that maybe have not heard that episode yet, it's episode 76. If that's not how that works. So go back and check that one out. But we're really speaking to, to that point that you just brought up is like, this isn't actually theoretical um I do want to name though that when you're listening to that episode that episode was released was released March 2020 so it was recorded before a pandemic it was even uh, we even knew about it before the great white awakening before all of the social unrest and so I reserve the right to also tell you that like as over the last couple years Trudy and I's thinking and also personal liberation practices and processes have really changed. They've expanded, they're deeper, they're more nuanced. So if you hear things in there, just know that like, even from 2020, we've evolved that, right? So it's a great base point, but like, there's so much even evolution to that in the last few years.
0: Yeah. Which we spoke to momentarily on the last episode. So yeah. if you're just hearing this one without the previous one, go back and listen to this whole vignette series um because again, we were pointing out that the as the world changes around mm-hmm. us, we learn more things, our culture shifts, and so our lens it, that again, it's part of that continuous process of evolution.
1: Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up, but I'm going to give y'all a little assignment. If you're wondering, like, where do I even start with my liberatory practice? Where does my process even start? I just want you to sit and be still, be really, really still, and literally just start with, like, in what places or spaces do I feel the safest? Do I feel the most seen? Do I feel the most ease? And do I feel the most joy? Just start there. Now, granted, there's a lot of like guidance and personal development work and like, you know, kind of excavation around being able to point out those things that will help you understand what your liberatory process and practice like looks like and what you are actually trying to free yourself from. But if you're really just getting started, I always love to like point people to that. Like how do you want to feel and where are you when you feel those? Well, that is a great way to
0: wrap up this little vignette. We have one more coming to you, which is all about our another recommendation for how to continue with your liberation practice and an invitation to, you know, think about these things a little bit more with us in the future. We have lots of things coming. We are really excited about our upcoming season. And if you are excited about all of it, take a screenshot of this episode post it on Instagram and tag wheeze at according to wheeze and myself at Trudy Lebrun. And let's chat a little bit in the DMS. All right, y'all. Bye.